everybody. Welcome to the H&H Hour. Hi, Heidi. Hey, Heath. How are you? Good. Happy New Year. Happy New Year 2017. That is crazy. I know. Kip and I were just talking about how long ago the whole um, 2000 scare. Yeah, Y2K. Yeah. Yeah. And now we're 17 years out of that. (laughs) No, I remember legitimately thinking that the world was going to end. I think most people thought that. Yeah, that was scary. So so you had a good New Year's Eve. Yes. Did you stay out late and party and get all dressed up? Well, considering that I have three littles that are five and under, yes, I stayed out very late. We made it until 10.20. That's amazing. That is amazing being most nights I want to go to bed at about eight. So now are you paying for it? Yes. Uh-huh. My little ones have been a little grouchy since then, but it's worth it. I mean, yeah. you got to live life a little. One, one time a year, staying out late. Yeah. Recovering for the next five days. Yeah, it was fun. I hear you had quite the late night. We did. Yes, we had friends over and it was when you have older kids and they go and hide so that you forget that they're in the house (laughs) and they're just like quiet and playing and and then all of a sudden you're like, oh wow, it's 2 a.m. and we're all exhausted. But my kids slept in until 1130 the next day. See, you can do it then. Not mine. Right. Mine, we knew ours would still be up at six o'clock. No, you can't do it when you have little littles. But no, it was fun. We had a great time. Good. Well, this is episode three, which is so exciting in a new year. And um, we're so excited about this year with the H&H Hour and the guests that we're going to have on. Yes. um, Coming really soon, we're going to have some awesome guests on. We're getting them lined up right now. And some really fun episodes and some some really real honest heavy episodes. We have a I have a friend coming on who has just gone through a really traumatic experience and she actually wants to talk about it with us and yeah. she wants to encourage people and kind of inform people on this mm-hmm. subject and so we're excited about that and we're going to have some fun. Yes. And we're going to um hopefully grow. Us grow, our listeners grow. Yeah. And um going to be great so absolutely I think it's exciting um one thing I want our listeners to know right off the bat Heather with this new year is if if you guys have ideas or things you want to hear us discuss shoot them our way we want to hear your feedback because as we walk through this journey we want you to be a part of it and we want to be speaking on topics that are going to help you grow right and help you experience things that are so ordinary but that we can see as extraordinary Mm -hmm. in each other's lives yeah, so. absolutely. So find us on Instagram. Yep. We're the H&H Hour on Instagram, and you can leave a comment. Yep. And um, we want this to be about you and not just about us sitting here gabbing. Yeah, so. absolutely. That's great. Well, today, since it is a new year and since everyone's making goals and thinking about their life vision and all of that sort of thing and coming up with their word of the year and, you know, that's kind of a trendier new thing we didn't used to do that years ago but I like it it's good it is as long as you don't get stuck in a rut with like this is the only word I'm going to focus on because that could be a little damaging too right but otherwise if you know these resolutions can be overwhelming yeah you know and it can seem kind of daunting to realize if you've missed a day or two right then it's because I'm kind of that way like if I get off track then it's harder to get back on throw the towel in like okay I'm done yeah not be like okay well that didn't work out for more than 13 seconds. Totally. Okay. So one of the things that I thought would be fun is if we talk about what is one of the dreams that you had when you were a kid? Like if you were to think back when you were a kid and Mm -hmm. think, I want to be dot, 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 what would yours be? 
Okay. Um, I wanted to be a interior designer or a clothing designer. Oh, you would have been so good at that. It would have been fun. I would have enjoyed it. That's true. You, you kind of are in your own home. You just don't get paid for it. Yeah. Sort of. I would have wanted a much larger budget. Yes. <laughs> True. You know, uh, like where you design and you don't have to worry about like, oh, is this in the budget? Like not shopping the TJ Maxx clearance aisle? Correct. Yes. I mean, TJ Maxx is sort of my jam. Actually, Home Goods now. Yes, for but, sure. Yeah. So that's what I would have done is a designer in some capacity. You know, like I would have gone to school for that specifically. Um but God had other plans in mind, and he sent me down that path of ministry. And yeah. I, I'm genuinely okay with that. Yeah. I, I think it's a, it's a great thing. But as I look and go, what would I have done if it would have been right. a designer? Well, and I think for me, from day one, I was the oldest of seven kids and kind of an instant mom, if you yeah. will, from the time you I was four when you were born. And so I remember being a four and five-year-old, like toting you around on my hip. Right. So, well, and there was a baby before me. So right. yeah, you were busy with Than, And so that was sort of always just, I want to be a mom Yep. and you know, I'm getting to do that. And that's an awesome, um, an awesome life. And I love it. And it's a dream that has come true. Um, so I would say, but then ministry, I would say for me, ministry has always been at the forefront of my life. I was 14 when I started really being very serious about being involved in ministry. In mm-hmm. fact, it was even outside of our home mm-hmm. and I would travel all over the place to be a part of this ministry that we were involved in. So I would say that that's also a dream that yes. I had that has, is happening mm-hmm. and has come to life. But, okay. Here's the next question. What's your alter ego? Like if you mm-hmm. could imagine yourself in a totally different life. Mm-hmm. Who would you be? Oh, that's hard. Okay, you have to answer this first. Okay, um, so don't laugh. I won't. But this is totally. I might. This is totally <laughs> like I would. I would do this, and I would want to be in politics. Oh, you'd be good at that. Mm-hmm. Like in Washington D.C., in the madness of everything. But I wouldn't want to just be like a page. I would want to be like Madam Secretary. <laughs> you would. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you'd be good at it. Yeah. I like that constant, the world is on fire feeling. Like, I don't actually like that the world is on fire. Right. But I, I thrive on... The pressure? Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I work best under pressure. So yeah. I would want to be in politics. Yeah. That's good. Okay. Um, I would not want to be in politics. That's totally not my thing. No, you wouldn't. Um, you wouldn't be good at politics. No. I For me, I'm kind of like, this just not me. Mm-mm. Um. But I think you'd be great at it. <laughs> I would probably, um, I'd probably be in acting in some capacity. Oh yeah, I can see I that. I would probably be, I, I would enjoy that somehow in acting and not not probably live, probably not stage work, but more in like movies and things like that. Yeah. I think that would be fun. Well, you had some, can you talk about that for just a little bit? Like just briefly. Oh uh, yeah, I mean I did some, some. Yeah, I did some modeling. You had some and opportunities for that though. That was kind of exciting. Yeah, I did, and um, it was kind of one of those things where, as I prayed through some of the opportunities, they didn't fit my moral compass, mm-hmm. and they didn't fit my hopes and dreams as far as being a wife and a mom. Right. And I mean, this was before I was a mom, but um, so yeah, it's something that I kind of had to lay down because it really it didn't fit my lifestyle. Right. Um, so and it it didn't mesh with where I believed Jesus was going to take me as far as 
in leadership and things like that. Right. And not that that's a bad industry to be in. It's just the, the, the things I wanted to accomplish in life. It didn't quite fit in. Right. So, and that's okay. I'm totally okay with that. So, but it was fun. It was really fun to be on sets and behind the scenes and see kind of what went into that world. Right. Totally different world right. than where I'm at now. Well, that's kind of funny. That kind of does define you and me, like yeah. politics and acting. Yeah. It sort of shows the differences in us. Yeah. I mean, I just like that flair in life. And, and the adventure is what I crave, I think. Yeah. Those different storylines. and mm-hmm. um, So anyway, yeah, that's what I would do. Good. Cool. Well, one of the things that my husband got me for Christmas was a planner. And I know that sounds really boring, but it's a dream planner. And it has all of these different spaces to talk about not just dreams, because that's sort of an ambiguous statement and can be very hard to achieve any steps towards those dreams if you just write down dreams. But it had a place for you to write. Um, One of the things that I really liked was this web and you would write down all of the things that take your time and then sort of give them a percentage. Oh, wow. So you end up with this web of percentages, and it shows you where you spend your time. Mm-hmm. And maybe you want to take less time on one particular area of your life because you want to put more time onto something, a goal, or yeah. something that you're not putting any any time onto. And so it's a really good visual. I'm super visual. Right. So it was really good for me to sort of write that all out and see where I was spending the majority of my time. And one of the things that showed up for me is that I spent a lot of time on chores Mm. and keeping our house in order. And my kids are seven and 10 now Mm -hmm. and they can do chores. Like they should be doing chores. Mm -hmm. And one of my goals for 2017 is to do less chores by myself. So good. So I'm not going to be the one sweeping the floor. They're going to be the one sweeping the floor and things like that. And that will give me more time to pursue some of the things that fill me up and that some of the goals that I have. That's so good. I approve that message. Yeah. See, I can do politics. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's so good, Head. I think that'll be very helpful. And, and kids, even if they don't think they want responsibility, they do. Oh, I remember sure. being a child and not looking forward to chores or cleaning or whatever it was, but also knowing that that was part of the responsibility of being in a household and in a family Mm -hmm. and knowing that that meant we were trusted Mm -hmm. enough to help, you know, carry the load of the household. Right. So, and my kids do chores now, but they're very minimal. And, um, you know, it's interesting because whenever I ask them to do extra chores, they, they don't complain about it. I mean, every once in a while, like, Oh, I don't, you know, but they, I think they actually, like it they Mm -hmm. like being productive they like feeling like they're contributing especially my daughter like she just will jump up and just start doing it and she's so most people like to be given responsibility yep though yep um even if they don't know it yet right so that's one of my goals for 2017 so great the other thing that was really interesting in this planner that i got i'm calling it my dream planner because planner is just boring your dream guide my dream guide is it had a whole page about fears Mm. and it actually asked you to list your top five fears. Wow. So I instantly went to what maybe we would all think of like the common fears, like losing a child, Mm -hmm. your spouse dying, Mm -hmm. getting a horrible illness. And I was like, wait a minute, that's not specific enough to me. Yes, I probably do. I do have those fears, but what are the things that actually keep me from 
freedom mm-hmm. in my life. And so I wrote down, I, I thought about it for a little while, and then I wrote down some of the things that hold me back and some of the things that I think sometimes stop me in my tracks when I'm moving forward. And so that was liberating for me because it also gives me a guide, if sure. you will, to go, what do I need to work on? What do I need to pray against? Mm-hmm. How do I need to um, attack this particular fear? Mm-hmm. And so that was really good. And I don't, one of, you know, one of my fears was that I would lose myself mm. um, as a mom who stays home with her kids and who homeschools so much of my life right now has to be about my kids. Right. And I love that so much. But in the midst of that, I think, and I think a lot of moms, stay at home moms in particular feel this way. We sort of lose who we are. Right. And that's one of my fears is that'll happen. And so being intentional about doing things and making time every single week for me and getting out of the house and, and scheduling time away where I get to work on not school prep, not laundry, not, you know, meal planning or meal planning or, but just what does Heather, what is Heather passionate about? What do I want to see happen in my life? That's so good. And I think it's great. Uh, you, you and I both have a great support system to be able to do that Mm -hmm. with our husbands who are supportive, um, our mom, Mm -hmm. our, our sister, you know, people that are supportive in our life to come around us, um, and help kind of take, some of the load that needs to be taken when we are mm-hmm. trying to pursue, you know, part of who we are. Um, what does it look like, let's say, for the woman that does not have that? Mm-hmm. That's you know, hard. What's that? How does that fit into her life where maybe she's a single mom, maybe they're in a situation where right now she's not surrounded by people that support her and right. cheer her on? What are some things that we, um, and this is, we didn't even talk about this, but what are some things that they can do to try and find their ability to dream in their own space? That's hard. Mm -hmm. That would be very difficult for me. Mm -hmm. I know to not feel like I had that support system. Absolutely. I think be bold in your asks. I think there are people out there that would love to help you. Maybe retired women Mm -hmm. who would love to spend a couple hours every week with your kids and come yeah. over, um, be bold in, in who you ask to help you and don't be too prideful to ask. Yeah, that's good. That for me can be what trips me up Yeah, is that I, I am superwoman. I can do it on my own. I don't need anyone to help me. Right. And the reality is we all, we all do. Right. God created us, um, like a body, Mm -hmm. you know, with parts that work in different ways. And we have to be willing to let other people step in when there's one part of our body that needs some healing. That's so great. And help. And so, so that would be my recommendation is, you know, either through church or maybe through work, someone has a mom who Mm -hmm. feels like maybe her purpose and passion in life is missing a little bit. Cause I think a lot of times women who are retired or who kids have moved out of the house and they also have this sense of like, what's my purpose now? Right. And oftentimes I think we find our purpose in serving others and in loving others. And so I know like our mom does that beautifully. Yes. She, she not only does it for you and I, right. for her kids, but she does it for other people too, where she'll volunteer to go over and help them or spend time with them or bring people into her home. And, yeah. um, so that, that would be my encouragement is don't be afraid to ask big. That's so good. I think that we women do think 
if we ever ask for help, it shows a sign of weakness. weakness. Mm-hmm. I know for me, I, I felt that way. But it's been interesting because I feel like over the last five years, ever since I had our firstborn, God has slowly been trying to pull that out of me mm-hmm. to remove that spirit of feeling like I had to do it alone, mm-hmm. or, you know, do it all in order for it to be successful. Right. Um, because we've gone through some pretty major things that I have had to lean on people around me. Yeah. And, um, it's, it's actually been a really good thing to realize that you're right. It's a pride thing if you're right. not willing to lean into other people. Right. So, and, and you're missing out on the ability to have some great friendships that can be formed in those seasons of mm-hmm. need. So that's good. I know one single mom, um, she takes full advantage of her gym's babysitting. Mm. She'll drop her little yep. one off and go and work out for an hour mm-hmm. and shower and then come back and get her. Mm-hmm. And that works for her. So I think, you know, there's things that can be done that still give you time and space. Um, well, and I think that we, as moms, especially if I could just speak to moms right now in this moment is we protect our children too much. Absolutely. And so we don't think that (laughs) other people are capable of caring for them. We think that we're the only ones who have their best interest in mind. And that is so not true. I think that's a lie from the devil. Mm -hmm. I think that we burn ourselves out because we do not let go sometimes of our kids. And the gym, the babysitting at the gym is a perfect example of that. I remember my kids being little and not wanting to take them in there because, oh my goodness, what germs might they catch? Or like (laughs) what influences might they see? And that's just obviously you want to protect your children and there there are wise choices that you make. But as a mom, you need your time. You need to get out or you will burn out and then you won't be a good mom to your kids. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think your kids need to be away from you too. It doesn't set them up for success in life if they're just tied to your hip all the time. Right. I agree. I think that's great. So if you guys have ideas of ways that moms, not even just moms, but um, parents have Mm -hmm. space to get out and to pursue some of their dreams and their thoughts, Um, again, shoot them to us on Instagram. Um, because I think I love hearing your feedback and then we can maybe share some of those thoughts on later episodes, Mm -hmm. um, or even some comments under this episode about your ideas for creating that space for you time. Cause it's so crucial. And I want to talk about one more thing and it's called guilt. Oh yeah. I think it's a heavy thing in a lot of our lives. For me particularly, I spend every day, all day with my children because they're home during the school hours. Right. And then on the rare occasions that I do leave them, I feel guilty. Mm-hmm. And that is ridiculous because <laughs> they have all of my life. And so I think that also translates into other things. It translates into moms who work mm-hmm. outside of the home. They feel guilty when yep. they're at work. I, I know several friends that feel that way. Um, for... It, it can translate into dads. I think it's, it, we all struggle with some level of guilt in our lives. You know, if we don't get up and work out, we feel guilty and we beat ourselves up for right. that. And that is just not of God. Guilt mm-hmm. is not of God. There's a difference between being convicted right. and allowing guilt to overcome you. And so that's one of my goals too, is to work through that and just say, like, I'm not going to let guilt be a part of my life anymore. That's so good. I love that. I think a lot of people can take that to heart and grow and and learn from that. Okay. So let's talk about this, Heather. Let's talk about 
seasons of life. Okay. With the start of the new year, mm-hmm. um, I think it's important for us to kind of focus on where we are in life and where mm-hmm. we're going. Yep. But um, so I, I think of, <clears throat> excuse me, I think of a few specific people in my life who are always striving mm-hmm. for the next season of life, mm-hmm. thinking that it's going to fulfill them. Yep. And f- not focusing on what's in this season of life. Yep that God is trying to teach them mm-hmm. or help them walk through. You mean like if they're not married and they think that being <clears throat> married will fulfill that or right. having children will fulfill that or getting the next job right. or thinking that that next season, that next step is going to answer, solve all their problems. Right. Cause I think it's okay to have longing and to have hope for right. what that next season entails. Right. But so often, I mean, I've done this yeah. where I have missed out on the beauty and the blessing of today and of yep. this season in mm-hmm. life because I'm looking towards that next season mm-hmm. of life. And um, I, I think so often, like we've got to be realizing that it is such a process, mm-hmm. that God's allowing a process for growth, mm-hmm. for um, refining yep. of who we are yep. to maybe help us remove some things from our character in order to have us be prepared for that next season, right. for what's to come. Um, I think, like, I think of people with careers and jobs so often, I think it is the job before the job. Yeah. And, um, I think it's easy for us to get tripped up in wanting what's next. And not being willing to like let ourselves be through that exercise, if you will, right. of getting ourselves ready for what is to come. I often like to think of it as a road trip. We took road trips as a family. Yeah. And honestly, the getting there part was so much fun. Yes. It was stinky because there were nine <laughs> of us in a big 15-passenger van. With for lots of boys. 20 hours. But... It was so much fun. We loved it. And when I think about our family and the little trips that we take, the the getting there part, the driving in the car, the singing, the laughing, the snacks, all of those things, we wouldn't just not want to have that part. Right. And if we didn't have that part, we wouldn't get to the destination. Right. Um, and so, and I think that's the way it is with life. There are, there's the road trip of life and there's the process and there are the things that we have to go to go through in order to get to that destination, whatever it is that that dream or that plan or that job is. Um, the best explanation of this I ever heard was from Bishop T.D. Jakes. Mm, Love him. And he talked about the steps. Yes. And I remember him. I mean, he's powerful, fiery preacher. Yes. Um, but I remember him taking a step, one step at a time, and, and with one foot at a time, he'd move up a step. And he yeah. was talking about how important the steps are and how God moves on the steps. Yes. And that if you try to skip a step, um, it it's, can be dangerous. And yes. God, you'll actually miss part of what God needs you to go through if you've skipped that step. Right. So I think that's really important for us to remember that every single part of our life, every single experience, every single... Um, step, if you will, is God working something in us, refining us. The trials sometimes are part of our step, part of our process, the the good things, the growth. Um, so that, that's just, that helps me when I feel a little bit stuck. That helps me remember that every step matters. That's so good. That, that message from Bishop T.D. Jakes would be worth our listeners looking up 
Mm-hmm. You can look at it on YouTube, look mm-hmm. it up, because it is so profound. And I can't think of the exact title off the top of my head, but we listen to it as a teaching team mm-hmm. with our church team mm-hmm. and um, profound. It was. I, I, you know how you hear messages and you think, I'm going to I'm gonna remember this forever. And then you get about two weeks out and you're like, yeah, I have no idea what they spoke I, on. Yeah, can't exactly. even remember a word. Sometimes I, I feel that way when I preach. Like, I don't even remember what I preached what on. What did I say? <laughs> That's part of baby brain. <laughs> That's true. Um, but yeah, it, it was a phenomenal message. I think it'd be worth you taking the opportunity to look that up on YouTube as a listener and listening to that because it could change your life. It was so profound for me. I know. We could try to find it and we can put it in our Instagram comments. That's a great idea. We'll do for that this for you. Episode. I know for me, one of the problems is just busyness. But I think that we're so busy being busy that we just forget to dream. Mm-hmm. We forget to have goals. We forget to pursue the things that are deep in our heart that we want to pursue or that we have dreamed of and passions that we have. And it is so easy to get so busy being busy. Right. And I think the power of choosing the best yes, mm-hmm. we've talked about this before, um, is so important. What are the things that you can say no to in your life that will create room for you to say your best yes? Right. I agree. I used to be, I used to fall prey to this all the time. I I tend to be more of a people pleaser. And so in order to not, and I would feel guilty if I said no. So in order to please everyone, I would say yes to everything, Mm -hmm. to every request for uh, a coffee Mm -hmm. or every request to watch someone's kids or every request for whatever it might look like. Um, and then I just was, I had, was doing too much and I was stretching myself too thin. And I remember years ago when Bennett was little and someone that I barely knew got upset at me because I wasn't giving them enough time. And I remember this light bulb moment went on and I realized this is someone I didn't even know that was trying to put this guilt on me for not spending enough time with them and not being a good enough friend to them. And I realized that I had the power to say, no, Hmm. this isn't my best yes. And it had nothing to do with this person. She was a nice person. And I'm sure she would have been a nice friend. But Mm -hmm. in that moment, I didn't have the capacity for one more person in my life to call on the phone. And this was before texting was (laughs) super huge. So, but to spend a lot of time Mm -hmm. with. And that was a freeing moment for me to go, if I give you my time, I will take it from somewhere else Mm -hmm. and I will be stretched so thin. So I think it's time for us to just take a step back and simplify is such a catch word right now. Like Mm -hmm. everybody's talking about it and, and it's so good. I think it can also be a trap though, Mm -hmm. because we'll get so busy trying to simplify. Yeah. And I think we just have to we just have to say no to some things. We have to say no to perfectionism. Mm-hmm. And then we have to go, okay, what are some things that I want to spend my time on and what I want to pursue this year? And say yes to those things. Yeah, I think that's so good. Um, I was yesterday morning I was reading just in my quiet time. Um, my little ones were kind of crawling around and playing, so it wasn't really that quiet. Um but I was just trying to kind of set that rhythm, keep that rhythm of having some time to just be quiet and to be able to not be in busy mode in order to hear from God and to hear from yeah. um, just kind of, you know, what are what are my dreams and where am I going this year? And 
um, I was reminded of the verse in Isaiah where it talks about how um, God is going to do a new thing Mm -hmm. and that it's going to just spring up. Mm -hmm. And it was, yeah, part of a new year, a great reminder of, of what's to come in the new year. But it was encouraging to me because it made me go, God gets me. God cares about what I care about. He knows that I care about um, change and different. And sometimes I feel guilty for desiring that change and that movement. Like you just need to be content where you're at. Yeah. And I don't think it's a lack of contentment. It's more of that desire for adventure. Right. That spirit of adventure. Um, And it just made me smile because I felt like God went, hey, I, I got this. I know you feel like a lot of times your life is kind of is scheduled and planned because it has to be with little ones. But um, I've got this. I've got some things in the pipeline Mm -hmm. for you that are going to make you feel joy and make you feel like you've got that adventure that you're longing for. And um, I think some people need to be reminded, Heather, how God is so for them. Yeah. That he's not just for everyone else and you're not being overlooked. Mm -hmm. Like he's so for you. Mm Mm-hmm. But sometimes we're not for ourselves. That's so true. And sometimes my husband actually has to remind me of this. He's really good at looking at the big picture Mm -hmm. and then going, okay, he's very analytical. Here's the really big picture. Now we need to break this down into steps that are doable. And then here's one, two, three. Right. I'm a little bit more like dreamer. Like here's the big picture. Awesome. This is exciting. This is great crud. I can't How get there. do we <laughs> yeah. do this? Right. And so we make a great team. Um, yep. but this is interesting over the holiday break, we took personality tests and it was actually with our family. Yep. So we're sitting around, we're all taking this personality test and the results come in and, um, Kip and I were like polar opposites <laughs> right. on the opposite ends of the spectrum. I was like, super extra or extrovert yep. outgoing yep. people driven like as far almost as far on the far side of the scale as you could be right it was like 80 percent, and like the rest of us are just hanging out in the middle kind of yeah and i've really never done much in the middle though no um and then kip my sweet husband was on almost the opposite spectrum as far on the other side introvert yes and but it's funny because he, he can be so outgoing and communicative and people-oriented mm-hmm. when the situation calls for it. Um, he's just not one to like stand up and shout and scream like, hey, look at me. Right. Um, but as I kind of have thought through that, Heather, it was a little bit eye-opening for me because just kind of recalling as I'm pursuing a set of dreams and right. as he's pursuing a set of dreams and as we're meshing those dreams and pursuing focus as a family, right. knowing that um, the way I'm wired by God and the way he's wired by God mm-hmm. are unique mm-hmm. and purposeful right. for our family. That's right. And so learning, honey, I'm not saying I resent you, not at all. This is not where I'm going with this, <laughs> but learning to not resent each other's differences, Yeah, that's learning so good. to celebrate them. Right. Um, and I know actually one of our brothers said when he took this with his coworkers, Mm -hmm. he said, he remembers thinking, okay, so this guy sitting across from me in the cubicle, I don't have to be annoyed at the fact that he's different than me. I now understand why he's different than me. Right. And so all of that to say, it started me down this thought process of truly trying to celebrate each other's differences. So good. Not getting hung up on them, not getting tripped up on them, but going, okay, we're, we're similar in this area, but 
this is different. Right. And that doesn't make you wrong and me right. That makes us different. Right. And that makes life interesting. If we were all just the same, I mean, if Kip and I were both 80% extrovert, nobody would ever want to be with us because we would be overwhelming. so true. And crazy. Right. And our kids would probably be running around like little spinning tops. Yep. Um, But we bring this balance to each other. And so um, I think... Go ahead. Now, and don't you think a lot of times we get annoyed with people, be it our spouses or our friends, because they don't see things from our perspective or they don't see things the way that we see them. And that's what causes the conflict a lot of times. Yes. Is that we don't give space and room for people to be individuals. Right. To be different and unique. And um, yeah, we cause it to put wedges between us and walls between us. Mm-hmm. And we tend to kind of migrate towards everybody that's like us. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of think back to a season of life where um, I was in a ministry setting and the the particular group of leaders kind of wanted everyone to be the same. Mm -hmm. And I remember at the time I was quite a bit younger and so maybe that maturity level and that recognition of it wasn't there. But I remember thinking um, that it was easier to have everybody the same but kind of boring. And looking back now, I actually see the downfall of it is that that ministry didn't grow and expand the way it could have because we were not willing to bring those that were different into that inner circle. Accept that individualism. Yeah, and to celebrate it. Yeah, that's so good. So there are lots of personality tests tests out there that you can take. The one that we took was the Meyer-Briggs test, and it was... Um, eye-opening for individuals, but I think eye-opening for marriages. And my my brother even said that, that it really challenged and helped their marriage because they were able to understand why the other person thought that the way that they thought. So this might be something really great for you and your spouse to do Mm -hmm. together is take personality test and begin to understand why your spouse might react differently than you react. Mm -hmm. So good. So good. So let's talk a little bit more about dreams as we're wrapping up here and getting near the end of episode three. Yeah. I just think this is a great year for someone out there to jump in and pursue a dream to maybe it starts with identifying or saying out loud or writing down a dream that you have or, or something that's been in your heart and then just take the first step. Mm -hmm. You know, for us, doing something together like this podcast has been a dream for a long, long, long time. We just didn't always know what it looked like. Right. We didn't know what it was. Um, and this for us was a step. It was a step to say, okay, we're going to, we're going to step out in faith. We're going to ask God to bless this and we're going to make the time for it, which isn't always easy. Right. In the midst of kids and babies not sleeping and feeling tired. But we're going to do it. And I think there's a lot of people out there that need to do that. I think about some of the people in my life that have taken that risk and stepped out and pursued a dream. And it's not easy. Right. There's a lot of hard work involved. There's sacrifice involved. But they're the ones who are fulfilled. They're the ones who are the most excited about life because they're actually not just getting stuck in mundane. Right. Stepping forward, having movement. Um, I think it's so crucial for just like, just like God the Creator causes things to become new those seasons change and those seasons turn around and um this morning heather we were talking and you you said something that just made me reflect on who god is you said that even when things seem dead under the surface that regrowth is beginning to to grow up and to to 
be cultivated. But you don't and see it right away. No, you don't. And and sometimes it can feel so dead. I, mm-hmm. I look out right now and it's kind of dreary and it's in mm-hmm. the middle of winter mm-hmm. and um but God is working on something under the surface. Right. And I think so often for us people um Christ followers specifically, I think, mm-hmm. can expect God to do all of the hard work. Yep. Like, I'm just waiting on God to open a door. Yep. And he's like, yep. hey, idiot, I opened the door multiple times over the past years, and you never had the guts to walk through That's it. That's right. And so it's kind of like just taking on that confidence of who we are as individuals, recognizing those opportunities, mm-hmm. walking through it. And you know what? If we have to turn and go, yeah, that didn't work out the way I thought it would. Okay. Having the ability to go, okay, we're going to allow this door to be closed now, but at least I tried it. That's right. I would rather that. I would rather risk people going, huh, she failed at that. Right. And me having failed than me having never tried. Never tried. Absolutely. So I would say that if you want to start a cupcake business, like maybe start with, don't wait for someone to come and offer you an HGTV Food Network show (laughs) where you get to make cupcakes, like start by perfecting your cupcake recipe. You know, if you have to make a hundred cupcakes to find the right one, or maybe you want to, um, find a new career, like go start taking a class, take a class. There's so many opportunities that we have. You know, if you want to start designing your own kids clothes, like just do it, take a step, do something. Because when you take that tiny little step, it can be a tiny, you know what the first thing we did when we started this podcast was we bought a microphone. Yep. Because you can't record a podcast without a microphone. Right. Right? So that didn't really seem like it should be the first thing that we would do, but it it was. It was one step, and that propelled us to take the next step, and then the next step, and then the next step. So that's what my challenge for you is in this year. Take a step. Yeah. And I think that when you take that step, something happens in your spirit, and it makes you go, oh, okay, now I can take the next step. I don't have to take all the steps at once. I don't have to skip a step. I can just take one tiny little step forward in what this dream is. Helps you feel alive. Mm -hmm. And it helps the dream become alive. That's right. Helps it feel real. Mm -hmm. And not just be something that we have sitting on a shelf hoping that someday we can pull it down and dust it off. Right. And don't be discouraged if it's slow. If it's a slow process, don't be discouraged if it doesn't take off the way that you have dreamed for it to take off because if God intends for it to grow if God intends for it to become something that you dream of it will absolutely it will and if it's if it's not then you will have learned something in the process and you will probably have grown in the process and I just I battle with that because I'm kind of an all or nothing like if I'm going to do something I want it to be really successful and if it's not really successful, then I just want to throw the towel in. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't mean that it's not successful for one person sure, or for me, for the growth that I need to have in my life. So. And sometimes that's the journey. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's more about what God wants to do Teach in you. us mm-hmm. than what he wants to do in others through us. Because mm-hmm. um, that's what he cares about is our individual relationships with him. Mm-hmm. And when they are healthy and in alignment with him, mm-hmm we are more likely to positively affect change for others around us right. in his name. Right. Because we're his reflection. Yep. And if we're reflecting the muck of life, mm-hmm. that's not who he is. Right. And he can't work through us in that capacity. Yeah, that's so good. And just, I want to end with this. I've been reading in the book of Daniel. And 
Daniel receives these dreams, these visions, and God reveals himself to Daniel through Gabriel and explains what the visions mean. And he's talking about Israel being set free, the Mm -hmm. freedom, the Mm -hmm. redemption of Israel. And Daniel is in captivity in Babylon at this moment. And so he thinks very short term. He thinks God's talking about Israel being free from the bondage and the captivity that they're in in Babylon and being back in their own land. So short vision. God is talking about 400 some years later when he sends a Messiah, when he sends Jesus to free them for eternity, to rescue their souls. Big picture. And so Daniel's perspective is so small and God's perspective is so big. God, yes, God cared about their freedom right then and there Mm -hmm. and he would end up delivering them. But he was talking about, he was so much more concerned about the freedom for them for their souls, their eternal souls, and and sending his big picture plan, sending the Messiah, sending Jesus to earth to rescue them. And so I think I think we do that. I think we get so hung up on God, why aren't you rescuing rescuing me from this storm right now? Or why aren't you fulfilling my dream right now? When actually his plans are probably so far out there that if he told us his plans, we would laugh and say, Oh no, 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 I can't do that. Right. That doesn't make sense. Right. We'd be overwhelmed by it or Filled with fear for the things we had to walk through to get there. Not believe him. Yeah, unbelief. Not believe him. That's so so good. Heather's getting her preach on. For those of you that don't know, Heather is a magnificent chick preacher. And if Heather's in the house, someone's going to get preached to. Watch out. (laughs) One of my friends calls me gut check preacher. Gut check preacher. Yeah. That's good. I like that. I I, I never know if that's like a good thing because people leave feeling like they've gotten kicked in the stomach. No, I think that's a good thing. I take it as a, I choose to take that as a positive thing. I think it's good. Here you go. So I I think one thing I want to kind of throw out there, Heather, before we wrap this up is um, I've had multiple conversations over the last few weeks um, with different individuals who have talked about things that they are dreaming about or trying to pursue, but letting negative voices shut it down. Mm. And, um, I just want to encourage someone that there's always going to be a negative voice around you Mm -hmm. trying to put um, the the brakes on what you're trying to do. And we cannot wait for someone else's validation in in order for us to pursue what we know God's calling us to do. Yep, that's right. Um, And whether it is a relationship or whether it is a career path or putting your life on pause to kind of refocus and redirect. And people are going, hey, but that's not normal. That doesn't fit the status quo. Um, I just want to encourage people that that's okay. It's okay to break out of what has always been done or maybe what your family has always expected and to pursue what you truly believe God is whispering into your soul. Because here's the reality. It's a relationship with you and God. And oftentimes God confirms what he's talking to us about through other people and through Mm -hmm. other sources, Mm -hmm. but not in those negative settings of trying to derail your dreams and your passions and your visions. Um, Because sometimes people are very Mm small-minded in what God's trying to do in you. And a lot of times it's because of their inability to believe Mm -hmm. and their lack of faith. Um, so I just felt like over the last few weeks, as I've talked with some of those people that that kind of needed to get, that needs to be said for some people Mm -hmm. is, you know, 
be gutsy, be bold with who God's called you to be in this new year. As we start this new year, we all kind of have this fresh perspective of like, okay, Mm -hmm. I'm going to take this and and run with it. Um, don't get hung up on people's negativity, right? Shut it it down. It will stifle you. Yep. Stop listening to it. Absolutely. So good. So good. Well, thank you so much for listening. If you want to go over to our Instagram account, the H and H hour and give us a like, that would be awesome. And maybe share it on your social media so that other people can listen to. And we're so thankful for you and we will see you again in a couple weeks. Happy new year.